Okay, uh, so we're going through a series. Thank you. We're going through a series right now. Uh, the Bible doesn't say that. Here's the thing. Sometimes when I get on one of these that I'm going to talk about, the Bible actually does say that. But it doesn't say what you think it says. Does that make sense? Like, the words are there. But, mm, it's like uh, Princess Bride. I don't think that word, I don't think those words mean what you think they mean. Yeah, it's like that, okay? And so, we, we, we talk about this. Last week, we talked about uh, the world-famous scripture, God helps those who help themselves, that is actually found in Second Hesitations 3.19, because it's not there, okay? Uh, matter of fact, it's just the opposite is taught in Scripture. God helps those who can't help themselves. We are convinced that we can constantly... We are so strong because we were born Americans, and we can rise above and do whatever needs to be done and take care of whatever needs to be taken care of and do whatever needs to be done. And that's not the way it is. There's just some things we can't do. And so that's what we found out last week with uh, that being just the opposite. This one is probably... This is the toughest one to talk about in all of Scripture, okay? Because it actually says it in Scripture, but I'm not sure it means what you think it means. And you've heard it. I know you've heard it before. You probably have heard it several times. You shouldn't judge. Do not judge. You heard it? Everybody in here, one time or another, do not judge. I remember once I was having a conversation with an individual and we're talking about things that are going on in the world today. And eventually I had upset her so much that she finally looked at me and said, you have no right to tell me what's right and wrong. And I said, but you have the right to tell me what's right? Because you just said that. You see what I'm saying? It's really hard to do this. And most of us don't care about the judging, okay? Like, I got judged this morning. First thing off. Okay, walked in, I'm going through, coming out of my office, and as I walked out of the office to walk into here to put some words on the screen, Megan, the children's minister, she judged me right there, right here at church. Now, here's the thing. You're going to hear this and you're going to say, well, that's a pretty good judgment. <laughs> but it's a judgment. You see what I'm saying? Lots of times... We love when people judge us, but they judge us okay. That's, that's okay to judge then. It's the judging when you were wrong that we don't like, okay? 
And that's the ones we point out. So I walked out of the office, and she says, looks like you've lost weight. I'm like, well, must be the mirrors or something, okay? Um, because I, I can tell you that in the last 30 years, the one ounce I have lost is not noticeable, okay? So it's just that. This is the number one quoted verse by non-Christians all across the world, and probably the number one quoted verse by Christians even. I mean, this is the one that we get stuck on. And the thing is, is, is it's actually in Scripture. It, this is in Scripture. But we need to look at the context in order to find out more about it. So in Matthew 7... Jesus is speaking, this would be in red, judge not that you be not judged. Goes on, for with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, and with the measure you use it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but don't notice the log that is in your own eye? I was going to illustrate this this morning by pointing out to somebody here sitting in the front row that they had something in their teeth. And I was going to say, you got something in your teeth. And then I was going to smile and have a, a, all my teeth blacked out. But that's so gross, I couldn't do it, okay? The point is, is Jesus, when he says this, he says, you guys are walking around with a, okay, just imagine a 10-foot two-by-four sticking out. You're walking around with a log in your own eye, but you're pointing out somebody else's speck. Okay? So, in order to find out what Jesus is saying here, you have to look at the context. Context is key in so many scriptures in the Bible. So, if you look at Matthew chapter 6, you find out that Jesus is talking about, constantly through all of Matthew chapter 6, he's talking about the hypocrites. He's talking about the Pharisees who like to lift themselves up and point out the small little things that, that you are doing wrong, and they're doing the same thing wrong, but in a righteous way. You see what I'm saying? So, he, he, and then he goes on in chapter 7 to even get... Here's, if you look at the context, the whole context, Jesus is judging the Pharisees. That's what he's doing. And he's just pointing out to them, stop using your poor way of judging. So we've got four ways that I want to look at this morning of things that we tend to do when we judge. Okay? The first one is, don't judge superficially. This is pointed out in John chapter 7, verses, verse 24. Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Now, we have an age change in here. You guys do know that, right? Like, I, I, I hate to point people out, but I'm going to point you out right now, okay? Because a few years ago, stand up. This is a fine young man. But do you guys notice anything about him? You guys notice what? He's, got, he's wearing a ball cap. He's wearing a ball cap. Okay? And I can remember sitting in a church a few years ago, 
And a guy in the youth group was sitting in the second row and he's wearing a ball cap. And a guy walked down from the back row, walked all the way down, leaned over and said, take that cap off. How disrespectful can you be? And he goes, my hair looks bad. Thought I'd put a ball cap on. Wouldn't think anything about it. What's really interesting is, in the scriptures themselves, I know that some of us are older and ball caps are disrespectful and stuff, but actually, if we were to follow what the scriptures say exactly, it says, men, keep your head covered when you go into the worship place. It's what it says. So how many of us are not actually doing what the scripture says today? You see what I'm saying? So how are we going to judge? How do we decide what we're going to judge? And are we going to judge superficially? We pick out those little nitpicky things that we can find. It's like, I can remember talking to the young man later. He was really upset. And he's leaving the church, and he's mad, he's red-faced, and he's like, I finally worked up enough nerve to come into the building and go to church and I get chased away the first time I do it. And I said, well, let me explain something to you. God cares much more about your heart than he does about what you're wearing. And we've got to get that mentality in our heads to get ourselves ready for worship, to get ourselves ready. And we've got to this judging superficially. I mean, I am born in the 1900s. There are a lot of things that I don't agree with that people wear and do today. Because it just wasn't that way back in the 1900s. Times change. Is it really affecting who the real person is? And that's what Jesus was getting at in the John 7 passage. We got to quit being superficial and pick, nitpicking people. That is just not the right way to do it. In Romans 12, 2, 1, 1 and 4, it's very clear that it says, do not judge hypocritically. And that's point number two. Do not judge hypocritically. Therefore, you have no excuse, O oh man. Every one of you who judges for in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself because you, you, the judge, practice the very same things. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Oh. It's the same thing that was taking place in Matthew when we first began the study, when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees about being hypocritical. Has anybody ever judged... I don't know how to put this. In, in the, I mean, 
they judge you for doing, and they are doing the exact same thing. Or you just saw them do the exact same thing. You can't follow the rules of the road. It says 40 mile per hour speed limit. Well, I just, you passed me on the interstate just yesterday. And I know I was going 65 in a 60, and you passed me. And it's constant. We do this to people all the time. We judge them without looking at ourselves first. And we don't think about what is going on. We don't bother to ask what's going on. We just immediately judge. Anybody have an idea? Why do we do that? It's pretty simple. It puts me over you. That's all it is. How can I become the Lord of you? Judge you. That's how I do it. And we could pick, we could nitpick and pick things out all the time. Point number three. Here's one that is a shocker. Most people don't know this one. Family rules. Do you guys know family rules? You guys ever had family rules in your own room? How many people in here have a house, no shoes as soon as you enter the house? You got to take your shoes off. Okay? That's fine. Family rules, right? How many people? Okay. One of the rules when I was growing up, I heard about it. My sister probably never heard about it because she wouldn't do this. But you don't come to eat at the dinner table with your shirt off. Family rule. Now, my sister wouldn't do that. You guys understand that, right? So she never got yelled at about it. It's just a family rule. Um, I know that I used to teach, tease Brandon with this one all the time when Brandon was living with us, that, dude, go get a shirt on. What? What? I'm just eating. No, you don't sit at the dinner table with your shirt off. Go get a shirt on. And a lot of you guys, those are family rules. Well, believe it or not, there are family rules in Scripture. Here's one of them, 1 Corinthians 5.12. For what have I to do with judging outsiders? Is it not those inside the church who you are to judge? Wait a minute. Paul tells us to judge those in the church. Yeah, it says it a lot in Scripture. We're supposed to help hold one another accountable. That's constant throughout Scripture. You're supposed to help hold the family of God to a higher standard than we do the world. This is where we really mess up. We decide to judge the world for things that the world should be doing. They just do it. It's natural. Why do we expect them to live up to family standards when, believe it or not, we don't even live up to family standards? Am I right? Do you guys agree with that? It's hard enough for us to live up to them. We're going to pick somebody that's never even met Jesus in their entire life, and you have to follow these rules. This is why Christians are just about the most hated group in the entire world. We are quick to judge. 
And we jump on people and we love to do it. Why? I don't know. It gets caught up in us. Family rules are for the family. This scripture goes on to say this. Let God judge those out, the, out of the family. If you're not part of the family, he's in charge of them. God's in charge of that. You're not their boss. Okay? Fourth one. This is the one we are also terrible with. When somebody that is a believer, they have failed... The church is the best at kicking its wounded. You don't think they feel bad enough already? You don't think that they're having a hard time dealing with themselves? And we kick them and kick them and kick them until we kick them right out of the church. And we wonder, what is the matter with the church today? Galatians 6, 1 and 2 says this, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spiritual spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Go on. Does it have a second? For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth through Jesus Christ. That is a powerful section of scripture. I didn't, I don't know, did I put John 1.14 in there at all? I didn't. Okay, John 1.14 says this, Jesus came in spirit and truth. Spirit and truth. John 3.16 says, everybody know John 3.16? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever would believe in him would have everlasting life. Pretty easy, right? Anybody have John 3.17 memorized? Come on, somebody's got it. Stand up and say it loud. Please. You guys get that? God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the, that the world would be saved through him. Now, what most people don't know, in the Greek, I'm going to lie to you here, but we need to justify ourselves. In the Greek, the very next verse says, so God saved you so you could go and judge the world. It doesn't say that. It does not say that. And we get caught up on this Okay, it does say do not judge. When we went on our spring break trip three years ago that I was talking about earlier, we split, we had, I forget what it was, 60-some kids on the trip. And we went on the kit trip, and we split up all the kids into groups of families. So every group had like 15 in it. And one group read the book of Mark, Matthew, one group read the book of Mark, Luke, and John. Okay, you get it? So we read all the Gospels. And then when, at night, we, they would read together during the day. And at night, 
they would, we would evaluate and compare the Gospels together. I'll never forget this, because one of the girls that was on the trip said, <coughs> sorry, she said the most shocking thing for her when she read all the Gospels, or she heard all the Gospels taught, was Jesus was very judgmental. But she had always heard her classmates say, Jesus didn't judge, you shouldn't judge. And all the time he was getting on somebody about something to correct them or correct their ways. Lots of times it was the Pharisees and the Sadducees, but he's correcting them. And she goes, it just amazed me. I, I, I didn't realize that I have used this phrase all the time in high school, and really it's completely the opposite. There's a lot of judging, and he does a lot of judging, but he has a right to do the judging. You guys see the difference? When I think about all the things that Jesus did, think about it like this. In your minds, Jesus came... The God from the beginning came to the earth. And he died. He was crucified. He was beaten. He was spit upon. He died on a cross. Also, that we could just judge people? I mean, if this is what we're getting out of what Jesus did into the world for us, we have missed it. Now, I will say this. The majority of you are really good at this. Really good at this. I don't hear of a lot of judgment that takes place. But if you're not, examine yourself. What can I do to fix this? What can I do? He didn't come to earth and die for us to save us. He didn't save us so that we could judge people. You guys get that? And, and that's what we get caught up on. And it just is shocking to me that when you, when you look this stuff up, because you can have the Google. You guys got the Google? If you look it up, this is the number one thing that people hate about Christianity. They're always judging me. I think that we need to take it a step further. And maybe do what Jesus said to do. And he was pretty clear. Love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Somewhere along the line... 
our minds got confused, and it became, judge one another. All men will know you're my disciples if you judge one another. And that's a condemnation on each and every one of us.